welcome. Uh, you know, having a chance to get back to Bozeman and, and uh, review that game. I think I think first thing, uh, awfully proud of the guys for for hanging in there together, finding ways at the end. Um, you know, all three phases to contribute to ultimately getting that opportunity to win that football game. Um, I think we felt like there were stretches of football in that game that we played really well. Um, a lot of really good plays, you know, but overall, I don't think our play was was great. And that's um, that's kind of how it looked on film. But you're going to have nights like that where or days like that, I should say, where, you know, you might be just a little off here and there. And uh, ultimately, if you can find your way through that and get a win, that's that's the bottom line. But I know we have to play better moving forward. And, and that's what this opportunity this week against Cal Poly will, will provide. Um, you know, they're a team that hasn't won our conference yet this year, but they have played uh, played some people tough. Uh, they played Northern Arizona tough in particular, as I look at just comparing scores, uh, you know, and throwing out what's maybe happened to them the last couple of weeks. Uh, we got to go there and, and play on their field and, you know, uh, expect their best shot. And that's that's what we got to prepare for this week. And that's what we're aiming to do. So with that, I'll open up to questions. Is there uh, anything specific that kind of stood out on film? Well, I think uh, first off, we we got off to a great start, and, and you know, I think uh, in games like that, when you're on the road against a team that uh, you had been struggling, um, if you can if you can take that momentum and then squeeze it out, uh, that game can look a lot different. And we had opportunities up two and three scores to uh, add to that lead. Um, and it was, it was offense. It was defense. It was just missing um, a few, few plays here and there on both sides and, and credit to credit to Northern Arizona for really hanging in there in that second quarter. And then they made some plays and before, you know, it, we were down at halftime. Um, so, you know, it's, it's a lot, lot more th plays than just saying it was this or this, you know, I mean, it, but there's a handful of pivotal plays in that game that, uh, that we didn't make when we had an opportunity to open up. Um, we get a lead in the second half and we couldn't do anything more than just play back and forth, which um, at least we were able to answer them, um, you know, for the most part offensively in the second half. And, you know, they, by that time, we'd given them enough uh, fuel, so to speak, to, to certainly keep fighting. And they did just that. Um, that early outside kick. I was just curious what went into that decision. Well, uh, wanting to okay, two things. Um, their alignment allowed for it. Um, you know, you might not believe me, but Blake hit that ball perfectly um, 10, 20 times for the course of the week in practice. And um, if we were going to, you know, have an opportunity to to really take the momentum, we wanted to do it. And I felt like uh, we got up two scores. Our defense was playing real well. Um, so worst case, you. Uh, put them back on the field, which they did. They didn't give up a score that time, but it was an opportunity to continue to build upon momentum. Um, and it just, uh, I, he didn't hit, he didn't hit it hard enough and it didn't travel the yards necessary. Um, it was there. And um, like I said, in, in practice over and over again, he, he was able to execute that and it just didn't happen there. And then speaking of like you big sky switch teams play of the week. Yeah. That. Yeah. Um, you know, probably outside of, uh, of not executing that, uh, onside kick. I know he didn't hit his first kickoff very well. He obviously did a great job. He he put the ball out of the end zone um, when we did get that short 
kick kicking from the 50. Um, he had a perfect squib that we, we got them inside the 20 and then, you know, all, all those extra points and field goals he made. And, you know, I think, uh, you know, stepping in there at the end and, and really not, uh, you know, flinching at all in, in that moment, they call a couple timeouts. I think that just got him more focused in and obviously he hit it and, uh, you know, that's a big time opportunity for him. And he, he, he came through. Speaking of that opening kickoff, how cool was it to see Coy make the, the first? Yeah, and Coy had, you know, on both our, our kicks that we had to cover, he had tackles. And, yeah, to have him out there, uh, I, I knew it would, it would uh, give us a lift. Uh, not only, I think, just his his story being out there and what that means to our guys, but then he was going to make some plays, too. And he, you know, offensively, you know, the only opportunity he really had was to throw that one pass on the reverse to Tommy. But, you know, um he was out there, you know, on special teams, and he'll continue to contribute. Uh, I think in a big way as we we continue on the season. And uh, and Ryland, how did you feel like his first game back was? Well, I think uh, I think there's a good example of making some plays and then not making some plays. And is that is that rust? Is that not having been out there in a live situation um, in quite some time? You know, I think it's probably it's probably a little a little bit of that. Uh, you know, I think he saw things. Well, by and large, he was where he needed to be. Um, you know, made some tackles, missed some tackles, and we're going to need Ryland to, to improve. And I think he, he certainly can. Part of the glory of building a business comes from leaving a legacy to ensure your business continues thriving into the future. Have you asked yourself lately, what is your plan? Forming a personalized business succession plan is essential to know the passion you put into your business will carry on. Nick Tabor at Westpac Wealth is here to help you navigate all your business succession and retirement planning needs. Give Nick a call at 728-6699 and keep the spirit of possibility vibrant while making your future more tax efficient with a personalized business succession and retirement plan for you. About Cole being back out there as well. No, I think Cole Cole did all right. Uh, you know, to have um, six guys offensive lineman playing, I think is is has been our fortunately our mo all season. Um, being able to roll those guards a little bit has been, I think, uh, good on a couple of levels. I think they all deserve the play. I I think it uh, serves as a competitive piece for all three of them as well. And you know, um, I think you know, I think Cole Cole did some really good things and. And JT and Omar do that continue to as well. With one of your sayings is well, you need how impressed are you uh, by by your team's ability to live up to that saying? Where did you create or get that saying from? You know, I don't know. Uh last year, you know, just trying to think of uh, a way to encapsulate the way we want to go into a game. I, I think that was the biggest thing um in thinking about it last year. So it's every bit as much about preparation as is how you play on Saturday. It's, it's treating every game and every opportunity as one that uh, we better do everything we can. So we won't be beat. Um, I think, uh, and I know Ty talked a little bit about it. I, I think the can't be beat mentality is to, to say that uh, you might not need to put all the work in because we can't be beat, you know, and, and that's, it's probably as simple as that. And the guys have, uh, you know, uh, I think responded to it with our preparation and then it's played out on a, on a bunch of Saturdays this fall where we're just going to hang in there and, and, and believe in, in, um, you know, someone's going to make a play, I guess. And, 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 and I think bigger than that, uh, you know, I think everybody's just got to be out there doing their job and understand it's about that. And I think we got a little bit off the rails there in that game with maybe a couple plays here and there where guys were trying to do too much. And that's, you know, that's not the nature of winning football. You need to 
have 11 guys out there doing their job, not trying to do too much. So, um, you know, to have it play out uh, where we're in these tight games and we, uh, we continue to find a way to win. We go down in some games. Um, we continue to find a way to, you know, scratch and claw and get our way back into it. I, I suppose is, I suppose is a good thing. I guess I'd rather not, you know, give up a 17 point lead and, and all of a sudden find ourselves down at halftime. Um, it's character building. If it's, it's, if it's hardening us for something down the road, I don't know, but I, I do, I do appreciate that our guys are fully bought into that mindset of, Hey, every game uh, is its own. Every opponent is going to give us the best shot. We need to prepare every week. Um, and that's going to allow us to have the best outcome possible on Saturdays. Did you create that saying yourself or did you get that from one? I, I came up with it, but I can't, I don't know. It was no, nothing we used at Wyoming, but um, I don't know. It wasn't anything monumental when I, when I first started talking about it, I guess. Remember when, when you first said it? Uh, it was uh, it was early last year. It wasn't right away. And it's in, in um, whether it was transitioning out of that first loss into the next game, I it probably was that. I know we weren't doing, we weren't talking much about it before Wyoming, but um, you know, I just think, I think, you know, you don't set your schedule. Um, we don't pick our opponents. We don't pick, uh, you know, ultimately the conference and they, you know, they choose how the rotation is going to work, all that stuff. So the point, point being is, you know, each week, um, you, you can't ride this roller coaster, I guess. Uh, and that's, I think bad teams do that. They get up for the the really good opponents and then they play down to the opponents that uh, maybe aren't on paper is good. Um, and that's really where, where it kind of started. It got my mind thinking that way with our non-conference last year and continued to, I guess, uh, call upon it. Blackfoot Communications just launched new business services delivering big value to smaller firms. With reliable voice, fast internet, business-grade Wi-Fi, and around-the-clock support, Blackfoot ensures you remain connected to your customers, employees, and communities throughout the day, every day. For more information, go to blackfootsmallbusiness.com. Connect to more with Blackfoot Communications. Plays. Can you just walk me through that that play? Tommy broken, rolling out to the right and finding Taco. Just what was the original play call? And just what your reaction was just being on the side? Well, you know the sequence there. Um, you know, first down, second down wasn't real good. We we he threw the traffic on first down, second down really missed a Robbie wide open on the sidelines. Um, and ultimately had to throw it away, I believe. And then, then you're sitting there third and 10 and not wanting to punt the ball away again, um, give them another shot. But, you know, the game's still tied. And, um, you know, we chose to, to call, a, call a pass play that uh, had some options on it. He gets flushed. Um, you know, and we've worked and we've worked really hard over the last several weeks on scramble drill, which is a reactionary, you know, quarterback gets out of pocket, um, receivers – especially the receivers in front of him, you know, so to the side that he's scrambling to have to find a way to get open. And, you know, that's, that's unscripted. And that's what that play was from that point that Tommy gets, uh, gets loose. And, you know, Taco did the right thing. He got on top of the defense. Um, 
you know, fortunately Tommy saw him, you know, and he really threw a perfect ball. Um, you know, and he's getting, he's going to his throwing hand at the very least, but he's really running out of bounds and having to throw against his body just a little bit. So for him to unleash that ball um, and you know, put it right where it needed to, that was a heck of a play by him, you know, and, and at the, uh, the most needed moment, because if, you know, if that ball is incomplete and we have to punt back to him, um, then there's a lot more things that have to go right to get a win, um, stopping them, getting overtime, all that stuff. So, uh, you know, big time play, you know, a, a big time play. And for the plays that maybe Tommy didn't make in that game, um, you know, I would say that one made up for it. Uh, any any roster updates? Yeah, you know, I think offensively, um, talk about that first. Uh, we'll uh, we'll get a declaration on the Cleveland situation as we go through the next couple of days. Um, but I'd say that's fluid this week. It's not a situation where I'd say he's out as, as we stand here today. Um, I think Sean's definitely making progress. You know, he made the made the trip down there with us um, with really the intent of continuing to move him along with, you know, with us being on the road, having our training staff down there, all that. Um, and, you know, so I think there's, there's a chance he'll be back this week. Um, I know at the running back position, uh, you know, Lane is, is at minimum another week here to work through what, uh, what he's working through. Um, defensively, you know, Brody went out of that game. I, I think that's, uh, that's going to be touch and go here this week. Um, you know, I, 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 it's nothing that's season ending or anything like that, but it's not like he's uh, immediately bounced back at the same time. So we'll have to see on him, you know, Danny's situation, um, he had a procedure done, but he'll be back. I just, I, I don't think it'll be this week. Um, I think that covers, covers the most, most of them. I know, uh, you know, Isaiah will continue to practice and, and, you know, um, Jahari is continuing to take a step forward practice wise too, but their availability this week uh, would be doubtful. Um, I guess looking ahead to Cal Poly, what have you seen from their quarterback? Well, he's a guy I'm familiar with, uh, you know, he's out of Phoenix and I went and saw him as a high school player. And um, that was the spring of his junior year, I suppose. Uh, you know, I was really impressed with him at that time. He got a bunch of Pac-12 traction at that time. Ultimately, we signed with Cal and that's where Coach Baldwin was at the time. Um, we didn't see Spencer last year. Uh, he was hurt when we, we played them. Uh, you know, they're throwing for over 300 yards a game and, and he's a big reason why. Um, very talented and you know I think um, I think they're dangerous you know they uh, you match what they're doing passing wise and then you look at just our last game and, and what we gave up passing wise and we gotta we gotta figure that out um, you know I think measuring last week for them um, in the snow in Missoula is hard um, you know that game got away from them pretty quickly and that's credit to <clears throat> you know, credit to the home team there, but um, that's what happened. And it was snowy conditions most of the, most of the game. Um, the previous week, you know, I hung in there for a little bit against Davis, but Davis is playing really well right now. And that game got away from them, um, you know, but then they've had games, that, you know, Eastern was the week before, I believe, and that was right down to the wire. Uh, mentioned the Northern Arizona game that was a close to close game. So, you know, they're dangerous. They're going back home. Um, you know, a team like this late in the season when they haven't won a conference game, uh, they get an opportunity to play a team that hasn't lost a conference game. That's uh, that's a great opportunity for them. And we have to be 
we have to be prepared to withstand um, what they what they give us. I know that. Um, and I guess speaking of their offense, things Coleman is kind of good lead receiver. Is what you've kind of seen from him. Yeah, I think they got good skill guys. Um, you know, I, I think uh, and I think Coach Baldwin's a really good coach. Uh, obviously, the success he had at Eastern um, knows this league inside and out. Uh, it's a rebuilding project that he's under, undertaken at Cal Poly. Uh, a big, huge shift in uh, offensive philosophy, and it takes time. I know, uh, you know, it probably can happen a little bit faster on the skill side than it can in the line of scrimmage. And I think that's, you know, kind of what you see right now. Um, they have, they have good skill and they're coming, you know, and they will, I, I believe and, and run on both sides. So, um, you know, we just can't let it happen Saturday, but, you know, I think they're making progress They're making progress off the field with facilities. And I think it's just a matter of time before they get it going. Well, I, you know, I think statistically, um, they struggled. You know, um, it's it's. I think it's it's a little bit of the same where, you know, skill wise, I think they're a little bit ahead of just their front. Um, you know, they're. I think they're they're sound though. They're they're sound. They, you know, what I've watched, they play hard. Um, you know, I. We just got to be, we got to be on our game. And I know typically what we've seen out of defenses is look different than how other people have been defended. Defended. And I think there's an opportunity for us to grow there. I think Northern, Northern Arizona played us differently than they played other people. I think Weber played us differently than they played other people. Uh, you know, we pose a challenge with, with our quarterback run game that, uh, um, you know, I think it just has people defend us differently. So on the flip side, we have to do things better in the pass game. Um, you know, there were opportunities, especially down in the dome uh, against Arizona, to make them pay for how they were playing our run game. Uh, we was a little bit different with the weather, I would say, but you know, we have to be uh, we have to be more balanced. And I think there was a real attempt to be balanced in that game. We just didn't we didn't make those plays. Um, you know, the whole concept of 50-50 is you're supposed to get 50% of them. We didn't get anywhere close to that. Um, and that's, you know, it's something to work on. It's uh, it's chalked that one up. We've we've made those plays before. And, you know, that'll be the challenge to our guys is we need to make them more, more so to move forward. There's a lot of things that make Montana great, from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the West. But what really makes this place special is you. Our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things. At Opportunity Bank, our passion is helping folks do just that. Together, we can make a good thing even better. Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC. Uh, every game this season, you've had a guy go for 100 yards or more on the ground. Any thoughts on that? Well... We needed it. I, I, you know, just speaking about the the balance, the passing game. I, I think, uh, you know, we want a we want a diverse uh, running game to start with, and I think our our revolving door on who's been that guy that's got two hundred yards has been a reflection of just how how in this given week can we can we put up the numbers we need to in the ground, and um, you know, I, I that's our players' capabilities, it's our, our coach's game plan. 
it's our O line, you know, in the, you talk about all those things. You come back to the O line is it's probably the, the biggest thing, just their consistency this year, um, their improvement, and um, you know, then then our coaches coming up with a game plan each week to to really dress things up, make them look different, while those O linemen are, are blocking the same plays and and uh, you know doing it at a high level. So um, you know, we continue to find ways to make yards on the ground, and we'll need to continue to do that um, as we move through November. You mentioned uh, doing uh, doing too many things or trying to do too much. Is there any examples, I guess, of, of that in, the, in that game? Well, I think I think defensively, it's it's getting out of position here and there, um, overrunning some plays. I, I think it's more. That's maybe what I would speak to more than anything. Um, you know, I, I don't know. Offensively, did we have to go after the deep ball on all those throws? Maybe not. You know, I, I think it's it's probably it's simply put, just those things. I just we overran. Our, our leverage more often in this game um, than we maybe had. We didn't get contained a couple times. Our quarterback, who we felt like if we could keep him bottled up, up uh, that would be a good thing for us. Um, so those, that, those would be the general things I would talk about. And, and the, the the long plays, long pass plays, is that is that kind of a common thread between all those over the season, or is that that individual sort of? Um, yeah, that's that's a. I think that's a good question. I think each one of them are maybe their own thing. I know, uh, oh, not positioned well enough uh, on a couple of them for sure. Um, technically, stopping our feet on one for sure. Not getting contained on the quarterbacks, then he gets out and he can, um, he can get it downfield. I, I yeah, I think it was. What, you know, whether any of our guys are conscious of thinking, I need to, I need to do all of this um, and anyone can play. I just kind of happened that way on a couple of those um, in particular. You know, the the, the screen they hit, uh, that, was, that was a pretty good call. And, you know, we're man coverage. We got one guy that can make it, and he overran it. So, um, I don't know. I think all those big plays, our calls are are good enough to minimize them. Um but then within that, you got to be able to stay disciplined and, and uh, be in the right place and make it that much harder for the defense. So uh, they're all a little bit different, but yeah, I think they're a function of uh, just being a little off. Yeah. And then Brody, I think other than maybe that really special play, team like he was in good position the whole, whole game, had a couple of sacks. That- oh, and that wasn't his play. And that was, yeah. we, were in, we were in a zone call. Okay. I mean, that zone should kill that. We were in the wrong spot. Yeah. You know, um, so Brody, yeah, Brody played excellent. Uh, you know that he was uh, right from that that first play. He was hard to handle for them. Um, you know the the sack he made on the fourth down, kind of in the middle of the field, was a tremendous play. Um, so, you know he's playing at a high level. Uh, obviously nicked up a little bit now. We'll we'll need to get him back when we can get him back. Um, but other guys are going to have to step up. I, I think you know um, Kenny's continued to. Uh, get more and more experience um, and it, that will have to serve him well. Uh, you know, David Alston played more and played more effectively, you know, in that game. Ben Seymour's been a, a rock. Now, Ben doesn't have the flash plays necessarily, but he's playing steady. I want to say Ben played 70 plays in that game. So um, he's playing real well. So we'll we'll patch it together there. But Brody, I know going back to your question, uh, he played really well in that game. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. 
Save five cents on every gallon every day at any town pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. A um, couple from me. You mentioned some of the ways that people are defending you. Is there something that NAU particularly was showing you just in terms of that, that made Tommy think he could take those deep shots? Or I guess, is that something that maybe people are are trying him on to see if he can continue to do it at a high level? Well, they played, played for him man-to-man um, and it impressed man in particular. So that creates uh, on some of those calls, the, the go ball and, um, you know, I think there's a confidence in Tommy and our guys on the other end that we're going to make make enough of those plays to to have it make more than sense, I guess. And it just uh, it didn't. And it wasn't like, you know, sometimes you is that beating our head against the wall. I don't I didn't necessarily see it that way. Now we pumped the brakes certainly in the second half, um, but he's he's capable, and I think we were capable of making a few of those. You know, the inside. There's one inside fade to Willie that um, I think we go up 21 nothing if we hit that and we should hit it in our sleep. Um, that wasn't even really a 50-50 deal. But, you know, he, he went off on that one, and and but he was on on a couple of them too. So, you know, I think it's that's been a function of our offense. Um, you know, if teams are going to plus us in the box and, and play us man-to-man, we have to be able to make that complicated for them, and it just didn't happen in that game. I know you talked about his Tommy's progression last week. Uh, how much responsibility is he? Are you putting on him just pre-snap and, and things like that? I think a fair amount. Um, I don't think anything that's bogging him down by any means. I, I think um, you know, run game wise, um, there's enough decisions there. I think certainly in the production side of things, and then you know, reading reading the pass. Uh, pass plays out yeah he's he's doing a, I, I think he's he's continued to grow there I don't you know I, I don't think it's anything more so but he continues to grow I, I know um you know we talked about it earlier I and like his intelligence kind of meeting his experience we're still maybe not quite there he's he's so smart but you gotta experience things to make it all really work together and and you know um, that's one more game where I know um there'll be some things that uh he'll learn from. Um, and also you look at the play he made at the end of the game. That's spectacular, you know, and that's, that's taken, um, taken practice to the game. It's, it's taco, a true freshman, knowing exactly how to treat that situation. So, you know, and then a couple of his runs, I mean, it, um, are amazing, you know, his long touchdown run and then what he was able to accomplish on some short yardage. So, you know, it's it's a it's a mix for him. I think he continues to get better, but he's with, within all that. He is so competitive. Uh, we can, you know, we can do a lot of things with, with just that. Yeah, for sure. Uh, did I know that it's a completely different trip this week? But being that it's another another new place, did you learn anything just broadly about going to a new place last uh, week that maybe can help you this week? Yeah, I, I think we've, we've done okay. I mean, we try to keep the same routine no matter where we're going, which direction we're going, which time zone we're going to. Um, I know the difference in like going to NAU and playing 
in a dome for the first time in a couple of years. I think there is some newness to that piece. Um, you know, I haven't been to Cal Poly, I think, since 07. Uh, I know they've continued to upgrade their facilities. They're, they have turf now. Um, you know, the weather looks like it's going to be solid. But it's still, it's a new environment. Um, I know a lot of our guys have played there more so than had played at NAU. So, you know, we'll, we'll go through our routine um, very similarly. We play at five. We played in the evening before. So try not to make a big deal about, you know, any of those things go out and try to prepare ourselves the best we can to play as well as we can. Join Town Pump's Pump It Up Rewards Plus program and never pay full price for fuel again. Save five cents on every gallon every day at any Town Pump across Montana. Plus, earn and redeem points on your favorite in-store items to get free stuff with our clubs. Stop in and pick up a rewards card. Download the Pump It Up Rewards Plus app today. Or visit townpump.com slash rewards to register and start saving. And, uh, you know, I talked to a couple of your um, seniors, your sixth year seniors these last couple of weeks, and it seems to be a pretty common sentiment among them that they really try to just soak in sort of these last moments. And they've had such unorthodox careers. I mean, these guys have been in college for forever, for six or seven years. So um, what do you think of just sort of that perspective that they're taking? And, uh, you know, what do you think of just them kind of soaking it all in? Well, we got a bunch of them. We got more, you know, quite a few more than last year when you look at this, the six year piece. Um, and, you know, I think so much was made of the guys last year that their last year was coming off of uh, all that had happened in, in 20 um, and into 21. But, you know, these guys lived it, lived it the same way. You know, they were, they were bets kind of um, in their own right heading into that 20 season in that year of 2020 with high expectations and all that had happened happened and I you know what I appreciate about this group is um, you know after after we lost that game um, in January you know their immediate resolve to to flip the switch and continue to build this program and be a part of that was evident right from the start. I mean, I'm talking in the locker room down in, in Frisco. So, you know, I, I think they, they really truly appreciate playing college football. I think they really uh, enjoy and want to make an impact here at Montana state. Um, so that, that whole piece, when the place, when you love playing football and the place you you're playing at, you love, I, I think that's what this group really has. You know, we don't, you know, we might have some guys that get some chances in the NFL. I don't know, but it, it's there's nothing certain there. So these guys are, you know, uh, soaking it up to your point uh, and making the most of every opportunity they have here at Montana State playing college football and, and doing it together. I think the there's maybe strength in numbers as far as that goes. So, uh, yeah, really a special group that doesn't maybe get the credit that the last year's group did. And they were, but they were a big part of that too. So to continue to, to bring it forward, um, I've been really pleased with that. Well, I'm doing a bunch of different senior stuff, but the one guy I'll ask you about this week is is Jory Choate because uh, such an interesting scenario for him, a guy that kind of uh, had to earn it coming out of high school, but then also the unique situation with his dad being the coach, but now he's stuck it out, and here he is, a, a fifth-year guy. So um, what have you thought of just his ability to sort of endure and, and uh, get to the end here? Yeah, um, you know, I, I think back to – you know, first conversation with Jory back in February of 21. And, 
you know, I think he was really excited to, to keep moving forward with his opportunity at Montana state, happy for his dad to, to get that, that new opportunity. Um, you know, I, I think just continuing on as jewelry was, I think was important to him. Um, you know, and I think the season he's had is very unheralded, but he's on all our special teams. Um, and has done a great job. Has been very consistent. You know, last year he was kind of in and out of his role on special teams, um, but kept working really hard physically to put himself in a position that he's now in um, to be a, a key contributor. You know, he's he's amongst our top two probably in total reps on special teams um, in the course of the season, and he's been you know been as steady as as anyone. And, and that and it goes unnoticed the things he's doing. Um, and I know I really appreciate it. And I know he's a, you know, he's a favorite amongst his teammates, just, just uh, because of how he goes about his business, um, you know, to, to when he got uh, put on scholarship this fall, that was a big deal for his teammates. Obviously it was for Jory, but a big deal for his teammates. Cause I, I know they recognize um, the work he's put in, um, you know, I'm sure the ups and downs, even, you know, before I got, I got here. So uh, no, appreciate all he's uh, all he's done and you know the, uh, the the impact that he's had there's a lot of things that make montana great from the mountains and lakes to some of the finest towns in the west but what really makes this place special is you our communities are full of people who are working hard to build good lives and remarkable things at opportunity bank our passion is helping folks do just that together we can make a good thing even better Opportunity Bank of Montana. Stop by and see us or visit us online. Member FDIC.